welcome once again to our daily dose of mini Olympopod. We've reached day six, which means we're only have 10 more days of this. And I want to start off by saying yesterday I managed to get through an entire daily Tokyo 2020 Olympopod bonus without mentioning Denmark. But now I have to, and for the worst possible reason, to issue a terrible correction. I said a couple of days ago that Denmark won gold in the men's skeet shooting. It was, in fact, a silver medal, still pretty good. That was pointed out by eagle-eared listener Cake Picnic. Um, all I have to say is that it was gold in my heart and that I got carried away in the moment and that we're not used to fact-checking on this pod. God, Denmark and all Danske hører til podden. Det er ikke så dårligt, at vi har sett det. Vi har vunnet en guldmedalje, og det var solgt. Kom nu, for helvede. If that was good, yes. <laughs> I just said in very pigeon, pan-Scandinavian, hello to all of our Danish listeners, and it's not so bad if we said they won gold instead of silver. Come on, God damn it! Hello, Ruth. Hi, Chris. How's Welcome back, first of all, as our very special guest co-host yeah i think um i know like one more appearance and i am no longer a guest right Do yeah, I qualify yeah you might, as the you might actual just... co-host i think that is possible yes like a someone who's finished fourth in the olympics in 2012 in weightlifting and has now been promoted to gold medal because everyone in the intervening nine years has been proven to be a doper i do actually make reference to that later so yes <laughs> Well, and a little insight for everyone who listens. We have no no idea what each other's notes are, so that was not even planned. <laughs> no, it was not. Uh, Chris, <laughs> did you have any good viewings over the last 24 hours? I did. Uh, where to start? I mean, should we pick up with the Rugby Sevens? Because we spoke about it a bit yesterday. Uh, and Fiji have won gold for the second time out of two times. And it's brilliant for them. You know, they wrote another chapter in, in their amazing history in rugby sevens beating new zealand 27 12 in a brilliant final fiji were amazing amazing to see them and the unity of the team them in the huddle them praying right after the final whistle the tears the emotions flowing out uh lovely to watch very happy for them and for argentina who won a bronze medal beating great britain in that game they were two fantastic matches i enjoyed them very much Two very different standards, I thought, between the bronze match and the gold and silver match. Yeah, I think there was almost, uh, you know, the quality of the teams is not that big a difference. I think the styles played a bit into that. And also, you know, there almost there seemed to be nerves playing into it for Argentina and Great Britain for the bronze medal game, whereas Fiji and New Zealand just went hell for leather and tried to win instead of trying to uh, prevent themselves from losing. And I think that showed a lot but brilliant quality in that final. So something that I did last night, something that I'd completely forgotten, that one of my favorite pastimes is not just watching weightlifting, but it's watching weightlifting with someone who is not yet a convert to weightlifting and just watching it, you know, slowly, slowly dawn on them that, in fact, weightlifting is the single greatest spectator sport, certainly at the Olympics, potentially the greatest spectator spectacle of any kind in the world. Um, that drama of the paper passing across the desk as the coaches lift the weight attempts. And if somehow, after four days of me, now five, now six, well, yeah, five, of me begging you, the listeners, 
to watch weightlifting. I don't know what I can do. All I can say is that if you don't take my advice at this point, you will be missing out. I had to catch up with the 64 kilograms last night uh, for the women. And it was one of the most incredible matchups I've ever seen. It was so close and so emotional. Um, If you haven't already seen it, try and find it. Definitely watch it. As soon as I finish this recording, I'm going to go off and watch the men's 72 kilograms, uh, which I've been saving up. I'll have to savour it though, because then there is no weightlifting until day eight. But then we're getting the 81 and 96 kilogram classes and those will be incredible. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. Yep. And as you said, um, weightlifting has a bit of a reputation in the world of... um, artificial performance enhancement. There were 61 positive tests from 2008 and 2012. There was a bit of medal shuffling, as you said. Uh, You mentioned the men's 94 kilogram class where the winners of gold, silver and bronze were all later disqualified. Rio 2016 seems to have been a bit cleaner. Um, Though honourable mention to to Kyrgyzstan's Izash Artikov, who was originally awarded bronze, until it came to light, his tests came back positive for strychnine, a compound commonly used as rat poisoning. This first got a mention, strychnine that is, uh, on the Olympopod when we talked about the 1904 St. Louis Marathon, where Thomas Hicks secured gold with a mixture of brandy, strychnine and being carried over the finish line by his coaching staff, all of which was seemingly legal at the time. And if you're unfamiliar with that story, make sure you go back and listen to the 1904 Olympopod. It's very entertaining, if, as the Danish media would describe it, somewhat dubious of sound quality. But Chris, Ah, I mention all this because there has been issues raised about just over the last few hours over one of the gold medalists this year. No. I'm not going to name names. Simply because the only reports on this so far that I've been able to find come from the silver medalist's home country. <laughs> but I'll keep an eye on it and I'll get back to you on that one. Ruth. Yes. In one minute or less, can you sum up your thoughts on what has been the biggest news, even since we recorded yesterday and Simone Biles? So many people are commenting on it that I don't really feel like... I can add anything to it. I think um, athletes have, you know, they have to look after themselves first and foremost. Uh, She's an incredible athlete and this Olympics is never going to change her achievements. So I hope we'll see her in the individual apparatus. But if not, uh, it's certainly not the last we've heard of her. And well, these mini pods are not exactly for these long discussions anyway. So well, I think we, we could give a, a shout out to our friends over at Keep the Flame Alive pod, who are also doing a daily pod, a long one. And I think Jill and Alison gave some interesting and balanced views on that. So uh, give them a listen as give well. Give them a listen. After listening to yes. Uh, <laughs> um, but in the other big news, uh, Morocco's Yunus Bala was disqualified in the heavyweight boxing for attempting to bite his opponent's ear, which uh, gives off Major Roger Bruce vibes, who back in Paris 1924 was disqualified for his repeated, but must be stressed, reportedly unintentional chest biting of opponents. And if you're unfamiliar with that story, go back and listen to the 1924 Olympopod. 
after you've listened to 1904 and all the ones in between. A great listen all round, if I say so myself. How about we go into the pool? Yes, let's go. Because we had the women's 1500 meter freestyle for the first time as an Olympic event, finally bringing parity uh, when it comes to the distances in men's and women's swimming. Throughout this time, everyone has been expecting Katie Ledecky to win it. The only question was by how much she was going to win it. And she won it by a whole 4.13 seconds, which uh, I think is fairly close over 30 lengths of the pool in the end. So she was challenged, but she was already in the lead by about two and a half seconds after 500 meters. And uh, she was brilliant. And also Katie Ledecky got a silver in the 400 and finished fifth in the 200 which shows how incredible she is. Like to be the absolutely dominant uh, swimmer in 1500 meters, all the way down to being an outside contender in the 200. In the 200 meters, however, there was a silver medal, the first in the pool for Hong Kong. And who is that for, Ruth? It was it for Siobhan Hohe? It was Siobhan Hohe. Someone you've been touting on Twitter for, uh, well, ever since the opening ceremony. Yeah, I just, uh, her sister, I believe, um, possibly swims in Ireland, Ashleen Hohe. Uh, her father, Derek, is Irish. So until we get a medal in the pool, uh, we're going to claim a little bit of her. Fair enough. I think that's exactly, you know, it's, 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 yeah. it's, it's in her DNA. Well, yes, it was the great grandniece of infamous rascal, Charlie Hohe. Yeah, the grandniece of Charlie Hohe, uh, the, the former Taoiseach. That's the former government leader for our non-Irish listeners. So yeah, a bit of pedigree there. Looking forward to seeing Singapore's Lamas winning at the hurdles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one more shout out for the pool from me. Uh, Tom Dean and Great Britain winning the four by 200 meter freestyle swimming yesterday in the men's side. Tom Dean had just won the individual 200-meter freestyle uh, the night before. And uh, he's had COVID twice in the last year and a half. And what I really liked, I saw on the BBC coverage uh, from their highlights show yesterday, that his whole family had a, a midnight or in middle of the night garden viewing party where they just invited everybody on the street to watch so nobody could be angry at them for having a viewing party at 2 a.m. on a Tuesday morning. <laughs> I think that's phenomenal. And the pictures in that were really good. Brilliant uh, from him. And GB doing very well in the pool and everywhere. Yeah. Now, just you said there earlier that it, the 1500s for the women brings parity into the pool. I would say it brings parity, but it also is far too long for either gender. It doesn't make great viewing. G- give me a hundred or two hundred any day. 50 is just too much underwater nonsense and 1500 come on like you're who are you trying to impress here ireland got a medal yes skipperine got its first medal yes so, so what is the what was the stat you gave the other day about the the percentage chance of you being between 22 and 27 and being uh, an olympic athlete if you're from skipperine yeah it was one in 32 but some but someone was in touch to say that Actually, a lot of them come from an even smaller village outside of Skibbereen. But this, the general Skibbereen parish, I think we can say, one in 32, age between 22 and 27, are Olympians. And one of those who won the bronze yesterday in the 
women's was it four person rowing? <laughs> You've been away too long, Chris. Yes, it was indeed. <laughs> and they weren't expected. Yeah, the uh, it was the youngest of the twenty two to twenty seven bracket, Emily Haggerty, who uh, was part of that quad. Yes, because um, there were three other people who uh, got that as well. <laughs> who were not from Skipperine. Who were not from Skipperine, which is incredible. Overnight, between this pod and the next one, we could have a gold medal. We should, we being Ireland, have a gold medal. As in the men's lightweight double skulls, Fintan McCarthy and Paul O'Donovan are the favourites for gold. Uh, they set a world best, which is a world record, but a different name uh, in the semi-final. Big favourites to win. We won't mention it if they don't win gold. No, especially because there have been a lot of massive upsets in the rowing. Mm. So, you know, touch all the woods that's there. Uh, maybe maybe we'll have another medal to report back on tomorrow. We haven't heard much about those who have tested positive since getting into the Olympic Village. And I read a piece, tested positive for COVID, that is. Yeah, then we should, we should, we should clarify. <laughs> Everyone's testing positive for good vibes, but <laughs> this person has not got good vibes. Candy Jacobs from the Netherlands has been in isolation for the last eight days after testing positive for COVID-19. And she called the conditions at the hotel inhuman. Said not having any outside outside air is so inhuman. Uh, in a video message posted on Instagram, it's mentally super draining. Definitely more than a lot of humans can handle. And she had to fight to get uh, 15 minutes of uh, fresh air because the window in her hotel room wouldn't open. And she said having that first breath of outside air was the saddest and most and saddest and best moment of my life. Do you know who very, very randomly supposedly has has tested positive for good vibes? Jordan Conroy. No, Novak Djokovic. Not that he maybe has, maybe he has also <laughs> tested positive for good vibes. But yeah, everyone's saying that... Uh, Novak Djokovic has been a great sport in the Olympic Village um, mm. after having a couple of uh, bad press stories over the past year. I'm not surprised he's, yeah, I saw him like doing some gymnastics with the Belgians. Uh, yeah, you know, he's on a, he's on a road for media recovery, I think, at these games. He knows he's going to win the tennis tournament, but he's trying to rebuild his reputation, I think. Yeah. Good old Novak's Djokovic. Okay, well, I'm going to give a shout out to our listener in Kazakhstan who got in touch with us via email, olympopod at gmail.com. Martin, I hope you're enjoying the weightlifting and I'm glad you think my potential inclusion of inline skating into the Olympic schedule is a solid choice. I am a woman of solid choices, it's been said. Um, But we're... Coming up to a pretty big Olympopod milestone. So listeners do get in touch on our various channels. We're at Olympopod on Twitter and Instagram. Or email us like Martin did on Olympopod at gmail.com. Let us know your favourite moments of the Olympics so far or who your favourite Olympopod story or host has been. Your random musings, (laughs) anything. Uh, there might even be some prizes for some good ones with Olympopod swag in the near future, but please do not quote me on that. Uh, there is plenty more to look forward to tomorrow, including the first tee off of golf. Yay! Until tomorrow, sleep well and enjoy the Olympics. Bye! Bye!